What is up, Win Daily Crowd, Win Daily Sports? We are back at you with the podcast. My name is Andrew Erickson, and I'm new to these airwaves, but I'm joined by a everyone knows you, of course. Javi, what's up, my man? What's going on, Andrew? Good to have you as a host in here. Glad to be here. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. So, yeah, so we've got Javi on the podcast, as you guys know. And he's got, you know, they got a big trip. We got the Trace Amigos heading to Puerto Rico. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, the the three swagateers, as we're called, but uh, three amigos works too. It's uh, more in my uh, my hood. So <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, but before that, before you guys headed out to Puerto Rico, we do need to help the listeners get through this next week, week fourteen. Um, it's the start of the seasonal playoffs in a lot of fantasy football leagues. So hopefully, if you know people have kind of wandered away from their seasonal leagues. They didn't make the playoffs. Um, They're looking to play some DFS. Um, Let's talk some quarterbacks. So when you kind of first look at this slate, who's a kind of quarterback that kind of got your attention? Yeah, excuse me. So looking at at the slate, um, I always kind of breeze over and, and look for my favorite defenses to pick on. So usually it's Cincinnati, the Jets, Dolphins, so I like to to pick on those three teams more than anything else, and then I also look at like the Vegas implied total. So looking at everything, um, and I hate to say it, I mean, what stands out to me is Sam Darnold and Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're facing off against each other in New York. Um, we got to watch out for the weather because New York weather, you never know. Uh, but those those two stand out to me from a cheap standpoint. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, he's priced super high now. They're finally pricing him up to where he should be. Uh, he's always, uh, you know, a top tier quarterback with a, with a very good floor, but, uh, I don't think I'm going to target him. And I think, uh, yeah. So that's my first glance right now at QBs. So looking at the Ryan Fitzpatrick and Sam Darnold matchup. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, definitely something that we need to consider. You know, Sam Darnold definitely is, I mean, he was in a pretty good spot last week, but I think that with him specifically, he seems to tend to play better at home. Um, and he was on the road last week, which I think a lot of people kind of looked over, um, kind of glossed over the fact that he was on the road, um, even though it was against the Bengals. And then you have, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who basically is just throwing YOLO balls like left and right. <laughs> That's literally what he does. <laughs> it's just all yeah. the uh, all the YOLO balls. Um, but yeah, no, actually, you know, looking at the weather, like you said, it's definitely like an impact on on these games coming up and right now the forecast doesn't look too bad but I guess Javi you know coming off a week where weather was a big factor what is kind of your process in terms of kind of obviously you want the most up-to-date information but is there a certain thing that you're like red flag like you can't do it like we need to like when you kind of start to downgrade you know players based on weather yeah so with weather I'll start basically taking out uh, the quarterbacks for the most part. I, I didn't do it this week. I didn't go with my gut. But when I see 15, 20, 25, 30 mile per hour winds, that's a big red flag. Snow, heavy snow, sleet, very cold, like that kind of stuff. It's it's more heavy run game than uh, game script. And for me, those are those are the main things. And, and really, we don't know until Sunday. For me, I like to make my lineups early. I like to look into Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and again, I, I completely went over this, but I'm a big fan of him all the time. Kyle Allen faces Atlanta. 
also another terrible defense. Um, so that's another defense that you want to target as well. Um, but really what it comes down to is look into the defenses that you're playing against and then go with your gut instinct, go with the stats, go with the pros, what we're saying. And then when it comes to Saturday, Sunday, start tinkering and have a backup plan for when weather is an issue. So those are the main things I'm looking at. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, it definitely, it's definitely something to keep up to date with as we get into the colder months. Um, you know, any game that's basically outside, and if you do, hey, if you don't feel like dealing with it, you know, we just pick a dome game. You know, yeah. that worked out last week with Jared Goff, who who lit it up against the, the Arizona Cardinals, who definitely mm-hmm. are a team that you want to target for sure as another one of those defenses that is just absolutely terrible. But in this case, they are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, mm-hmm. Javi. Devlin Hodges, is he is he in play this week? <laughs> I, no, I can't do it. I, I don't like it. I, I just want to on Fanduel. He's seven thousand. Um, he's a hundred dollars less than Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen faces against Atlanta in a dome in Atlanta, uh, and I like that matchup a lot more. And they just fired their coach Ron Rivera, so there there'll be some changes. I think this is the week to go. Kyle Allen with Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Um, I think that's what I'm leaning towards to uh, for most of my lineups. And I wish this was the Puerto Rico one because I'd feel more confident. And I think I could win with that kind of lineup, but uh, it's not. So I got another week of practice. <laughs> All right. Um, so in a, you know, specific to cash games, so I know you mentioned Fitzpatrick, you mentioned Darnold, you mentioned Lamar Jackson. So are those all guys you're perfectly you know, comfortable with using in a, in a cash format? And then I guess – what would be your target for a GPP quarterback? Would would Mahomes be a guy? Because obviously, you know, because of the matchup, a lot of people are definitely going to be swayed away, especially with Mahomes mm-hmm. being the, you know, second most expensive with Aaron Rodgers on FanDuel. So, you know, Mahomes is in a kind of, especially with, you know, Mahomes, he really hasn't been the same guy he was last year, where basically he was just like firing at all cylinders. That's basically been Lamar Jackson this year. But like, Patrick Mahomes, I'm actually going to this game. Um, I, I live in the the Boston area, so I'm actually going to this game, um, Chiefs and Patriots. So it should be a fun one to watch. But I'm at the same time like, right, which parts of my DFS lineup do I want from this game that I can root, I can cheer on? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm off Mahomes. He, he's a GPP play purely, but he's facing the the number one pass, number one defense in the NFL, which is the, the Patriots. So. For me, I think the cash game plays are going to be Lamar Jackson, even though he plays a, a pretty decent Buffalo defense. Again, it's Buffalo. It's December. The weather might be crap, so maybe not. I think the safest, though, might be Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's 8400 on FanDuel. He's $600 less than Lamar Jackson. Uh, he faces against Washington, who's just abysmal on defense. So uh, I think for cash games, you're looking at uh, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. And when you go to the middle tier, you're looking more at Deshaun Watson, who's pretty priced down at 7,700. Um, so I like that play as well. And then if you go, if you want to be ballsy a little bit, uh, you can go Jameis Winston against Indianapolis at 7,700 as well. So I think those are the top cash plays right now. Um, Derek Carr, he's been awful the last two weeks, but he can also be a cash play at a cheap price. So uh, I think Darnold and Fitzpatrick will probably be more GPP plays. Uh, again, it's very early in the week, so we don't know. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of has the name brand where basically he kind of has like the opposite type of uh, effect with his ownership that a guy like 
like Tom Brady or Drew Brees, you know, those guys have the good name association where basically, oh, he's Brady, oh, it's Brees. When, but when you actually, like, look at the numbers, like, Brees has been, like, atrocious. Um, mm-hmm. He's had that one really good game against the Cardinals and basically has done nothing much. And it's really annoying when you don't know if your quarterback's going to throw the touchdown when they're in the red zone. Um, so Drew Brees is someone that I am particularly, like, I mean, the matchup, the spot's not really even that great against the 49ers, but, I mean, the Saints can just score touchdowns in so many different ways. You know, we saw it on Thanksgiving, Taysom Hill. Taysom mm. Hill outscored Drew Brees. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, fun fact about Taysom Hill, uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, he has more receiving touchdowns than Odell Beckham Jr. I read that today and it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, man, the uh, – the Browns, yeah, that that's been a um, an interesting uh, dichotomy that they've been. But uh, it's worth mentioning, though. So Baker Mayfield, so he's coming in at seventy six hundred. So he's cheaper than Darnold, um, more expensive than Fitzpatrick. He also really busted last week, and I think everyone kind of is basically off the Browns. I would say in this spot, but they are playing the Bengals. And last year, Baker Mayfield, like his only two good games, it seemed like last year were against the Bengals when it was a uh, uh, Hugh Jackson leading the defense. So um, mm-hmm. we do know that Bengals defense isn't good. Um, would Baker Mayfield be someone you would be willing to go back to, you know, after a disappointing week? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Baker Mayfield's also he's kind of got a banged up hand or finger or whatever it is. Uh, he plays against Cincinnati. I love the matchup. Uh, he could be a solid cash game play, but we got to see how his hand's doing. I mean, he just went downhill against Pittsburgh after he got injured. So, I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know if we can trust him right now, and it's 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 a tough play. I honestly prefer to go a little lo- lower than than those two and go like a Jacoby Brissett, who's two hundred dollars less on Fanduel against Tampa Bay, who doesn't know how to defend the pass. They're very good run defense, but they don't know what to do on the against the pass. And then I also like Ryan Tannehill against an abysmal. Oakland pass game too, which is bottom five in the league. So Ryan Tannehill at, at a discount too work, works out. I mean, this could be the quarter, this could be the week for for very cheap quarterbacks. And I'm, I'm actually at first glance and the the few lineups I've, I've actually made already, I do like the cheaper quarterbacks this week. So yeah, no, it definitely seems like the best play because we can get a lot of because you know it's a volume thing. You know, every quarterback gets about the same amount of volume, just kind of what they do with it, and especially guys that run the ball you just have so much more of a an upside and a floor that you can reach you can even reach a higher ceiling you know guys like you know jared goff i don't know if their ceiling can ever be as high as someone like you know like a lamar jackson like lamar mm-hmm. jackson can get the 100 you know rushing bonus and he can get 300 yard passing bonus like we can it's a safe safe to say that jared goff's probably never going to get the 100 rushing yard bonus like mm-hmm. <laughs> we can yeah. confidently uh make that uh statement and and that's something that i've been trying to avoid like um, especially on the Thanksgiving slate, uh, I was really more like the only quarterbacks I was really attracted to at all were Trubisky, um, Dak Prescott, and Josh Allen. It was mm-hmm. from a standpoint of they all have some rushing upside. Yeah. Like, guys like Breeze and Matt Ryan and, and you know, just looking at some of these guys, you know, Kirk Cousins, like these types of guys, they're, they're just like statues. Um, and they're kind of one-dimensional, and the game is becoming so much more of, okay, what can you do from a dual standpoint? You know, that's why, you know, the Christian McCaffrey's of the world, you know, these guys are so valuable is because they can do two things. It's like having two guys in the same slot. 
Um, so really using your, your money and salary in the ways that you can get. Uh, that's why I'm paying off a running back because I'm not only getting a running back one, but I'm getting a wide receiver two in the same spot, you know, with, mm-hmm. with Christian McCafferty's, um, with the guys that catch passes as well as um, um, run the ball. So, and that, that brings up one other guy I wanted to just kind of get your thoughts on. So Kyler Murray. So mm-hmm. he's like priced pretty – I would say he's priced down a little bit more than we would expect. He's obviously coming off a – a tough matchup, and he's playing the Steelers. But again, from a running standpoint, I don't know if there's anyone else that is even close to him. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, but like Kyler Murray seems like a guy that I would be really interested in GPPs against the Steelers defense. But again, you know, his rushing upside just makes him kind of really different. You know, all those the metrics in uh, against defenses, it's against you know pocket passers for the most part. It's not like measuring. Oh well, when they faced. You know, Tom Brady, they did this. It's like, well, when you face Kyler Murray or you face Lamar Jackson, like, it kind of doesn't really relate that much. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And, and Kyler Murray, he's pretty priced down ever since the beginning of the season, but he looked awful last week. Uh, he had a pretty good matchup against the Rams, who have been struggling defensively. Uh, this Pittsburgh defense is sneaky good. They're a top 10 defense, so I, I think I'm going to be off off of him. Again, he's in the similar price, price range as Fitzpatrick, Brissett. Tannehill, Allen, those those four guys are cheaper, and I prefer them for over uh, that. And, and those might be the four guys. A little cheat sheet for our uh, subscribers here there at Win Daily is uh, those might be my top four quarterbacks this week. I never thought I'd say, see the day um, with a spend up at Aaron Rodgers. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Tannehill, and Kyle Allen. Guys, you heard it here first. These are the top quarterback plays for the Week 14 slate. I love it. I mean, that's that's what I'm going to be doing. Like, I have, like, in a seasonal league, I have Drew Brees, and I see Ryan Fitzpatrick there on the waiver wire, and I'm just like, mm, I think I'm going to make the switch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, uh, again, the, the pros might be thinking the same thing, but – for me, I I just I don't know these expensive quarterbacks. They have tough matchups. They're they're a little expensive, and it's tough to have a good build with that. So I mean, I do I do both sides, but uh, a lot of my bigger tournaments are on um, on Fanduel. So I think saving at quarterback it's give me a lot of room, and I, I I'm gonna lock in Christian McCaffrey on every lineup again this week. I don't care if he burned up last week. I hope it it scares people away, but you know I'm gonna be. First person I click on every lineup will be Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, and I guess so. We'll end the show on this as well because obviously we had the, the news come out today. Um, we're recording on Tuesday that Ron Rivera was let go um, as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and they did move some you know coaches around. Um, so North Turner, who's been the offensive coordinator, is actually no longer the offensive coordinator. So he's mm-hmm. been kind of moved. Do you think? That impacts Christian McCaffrey at all because North Turner's been basically the one calling the plays and being like, hey, like we're going to feed CMC. And the only reason I ask is because North Turner's had has basically been notorious for, you know, he was the coach when it was LaDain Lane Tomlinson and, and um, with the Chargers and, and giving him a massive amounts of volume. What, do you think that there's a scenario where it's like, hey, there's a new coach, like maybe they don't feed CMC as much? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's, it wasn't worth the question though. Uh, I don't think so. I think you lock in CMC. I think they uh, they want to feed him the ball. They want to force him the ball. He's he's getting a, a bunch of catches per game. Uh, I don't think you can fade him. I think you got to keep keep at it and keep going with uh, 
Christian McCaffrey. And you know what? If you want to fade him, not you, Andrew, but if, if anybody wants to fade him, thank you for your money because I think this is going to be a great week against Atlanta. No, I couldn't agree more. And, and yeah, no, no, no. I, I would never think to fade Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> um, I will definitely be playing him as well. But I just thought it was an interesting uh, tidbit. Um, there's still a chance that North Turner could end up calling the plays anyway. But um, I just thought it was an interesting thing besides, uh, you know, in the news. And, and obviously, we've also seen teams bounce, you know, kind of come out firing when their coaches get fired. You know, we saw it with Washington, you know, as one of the other coaches that got fired this year. Not that Washington's any good, but they did, like, show out a little bit more in the game after the, their head coach got fired. So, you know, yep. you know, I could see Carolina definitely coming out guns blazing against, uh, especially against the Atlanta Falcons, um, who they know very well. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to do it, guys, for the Win Daily Sports podcast for today. We talked to quarterbacks and a little bit about the Week 14 slate. Javi, any other... Any other tidbits of knowledge? Anything else you want to leave the people before we sign off? No, I, I think the the main thing is we we are on the Discord channel. Um, you know, hit us up with any questions. We're more than happy to to, to answer anytime. Uh, again, I've said this on on Sirius XM, and I've, I see it on the podcast. I I'm on Discord more than I talk to my fiance. So uh, hit us up if you have any questions. Don't be shy. Hit us up with a direct message, whatever the case is, and uh, yeah. Pay, don't don't pay up at quarterback this week. There's my tidbit. Don't pay up at quarterback. That's it. That's the main message. That's the main takeaway. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Again, make sure you go check out the Discord channel. Make sure you go check out the website for the newest articles um, and everything you know about the upcoming slate. And we'll obviously have a breakdown for our Thursday night games um, with the showdown. And make sure you want to get all of uh, David Jones's uh, all of his locks and picks because the dude is a showdown master. Um, Mm -hmm. all he does is take those things down so you want to get his picks um, for thursday night so again guys thanks for listening and we will be back soon